Hello, this is Josh Gondelman. No, I'm sorry. I'm Josh Gondelman, and this is Make My Day, a comedy game show. Because the world is a stressful place to live, so every week on the show, we try to make it a little gentler, a little more fun for about half an hour. I play a game with a guest or a team of guests who are guaranteed to win because they're the only contestants. And as we play our game, I assign them points based on how much their answers to my questions cheer me up. At the end, the winner or winners receive a $100 grand prize donation to the cause or charity of their choice, and we each give pep talks to a person or group that we think needs it this week, because this isn't all about me, it's just mostly about me. My guest today requested a joint intro since they'll be playing as a team, so between the two of them, they are two of my favorite stand-up comedians, they play Gene on Bob's Burgers and hosted the show Problem Areas with Wyatt Snack on HBO. Please welcome to the show, Wyatt Snack and Eugene Merman. Hello, welcome. Hi there. Hello. <laughs> uh, thank you for being here. It's our pleasure. It is, yeah. <laughs> I was wondering if Eugene was going to answer for both of us, and I'm glad that he did. <laughs> he did. It's our pleasure. We, we are bored. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The Borg would be such a good guest for the show, because they, you know, they are all, they're very in sync. Yeah, when you assimilate cultures, you know a lot. But yeah. Nobody talks about that. <laughs> no. Also, we don't talk about this. They they would be present day canceled because they're kind of worst case scenario for cultural appropriation. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> no, really they, yeah. They're gentrifying their way across space. I mean, <laughs> pretty much all of Star yeah. Trek is Star Trek is just a battle between people wanting to gentrify stretches <laughs> right. of space. Well, their rule is no gentrification, and then every episode they gentrify. They're like, okay, yeah. but what about a little gentrification? Yeah, like, mm. Just one more species. Yeah. <laughs> we shouldn't disturb this. Oh, uh, Kirk just had a baby with, <laughs> one of the, with their princess. Welcome to 1965. Today's game is called BK to the Future. Eugene and Wyatt, both of you throughout the course of your lives and careers have spent a long time in the borough of Brooklyn in New York City. You've both hosted long-running, beloved live stand-up shows there, so I can think of no more perfect guests to cheer me up by keeping me on the cutting edge of Brooklyn culture. I will ask questions based on the future of the borough of Brooklyn, and I will evaluate your answers based on their accuracy, creativity, and most importantly, how much they delight me personally. Eugene Merman and Wyatt Sinak, are you ready to play BK to the future? Yes. We are. Wonderful. First question. What is the next hip food item to sweep through Brooklyn, whether it's popping up on menus everywhere or like in standalone establishments? I am going to say corn cats. Oh, tell me more about that. I don't know about that. Uh, they're like corn dogs. Okay. Um, but instead of putting a hot dog in it, you just uh, get liver. And it's just <laughs> liver rolled in dough with a stick. Corn Let cats. me just say that sounds pretty good to me. I, I, I would eat them. that. Yeah, add some cheese and onions, maybe. That's very right. good. I mean, look if you <laughs> if you want to do that, that's not a traditional corn cat, but fine. Uh, fair, fair. Yeah. Right, you kind of dress it up. It's like when you go to Philly and people are like you got to get the cheese whiz, or you don't got to get the cheese whiz, whichever one they say. Yeah, yes. <laughs> they say both, and then they fight to the death. <laughs> They fight each other and you watch. Yeah. yeah. I think that's wonderful. Now, how are people eating corn cats? Where are they finding them? Is there going to be like one place that you're like, oh, you got to stand in line for an hour for a corn cat? Or is it just like every place now has them? I think it's going to be every place because of how sitting in line now for an hour feels like not a, not 
Like, right, 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 like, right. Look, I think this food will be popular, but I don't know if it'll be so popular people will list, risk their families. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's sort of how I how I see it. Yeah. And I think, you know, with the rise of like food delivery services, my guess is it's, it probably started in like a in a Hyundai mm-hmm. uh, and someone just whipping <laughs> whipping them out of a Hyundai yeah. window. Yeah. And so I, I think it might do a boon for car sales uh, in this town because, yeah, you can just warm them up on your engine and then just pop the hood whip a few out at people <laughs> there will be yeah where where there was whatever a carburetor is is now a deep fryer you keep it near the engine that's you know you that's a smoked that's, that's <laughs> yeah. some smoked meats there so we're predicting a version of ice cream delivery but more like sm- small sedans <laughs> small sedans that you know when you're not making food you could maybe pick up a little business as you know doing lift or mm-hmm. yeah uh, the new even, thing worker yeah and specifically, they're uh, delivering one food, which is deep-fried liver on a stick. Yeah. The yeah. Cat. Breaded. Yeah. Breaded, yeah. excuse me. Breaded deep-fried liver on a yeah, stick. Yeah, yeah. Don't undersell it. <laughs> yeah. Right. People hear deep-fried liver on a stick, they're like, not sold. And they're like, breaded. Yeah. yeah. We're in. Thick breading, you know. <laughs> Thick breading. Very uh, mushy liver on oh. the inside. Oh, yeah. It's got to wow. be. Yeah, because it doesn't. Liver isn't gonna. I don't think it fries particularly well. <laughs> Does well, I don't it? No, I think I think you could crisp it. Yeah, I think you could. You could maybe. Yeah, breaded little crispy livers. Yeah, I think that's plausible. I love it. All right, that's this yeah. is a great answer. This answer yeah. is worth ninety nine points, as obviously a cat's uh, a cat has nine lives. Double it. Perfect. Yeah, ninety nine yeah. points for corn cats. Wonderful. Yep. Next question. We know what the next food is going to be that's going to sweep through Brooklyn. What is the next big fashion accessory or trend that we're going to see? I imagine some sort of clear, airtight envelope. <laughs> like full body airtight envelope? Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, with like some sort of breathable apparatus. Somewhere between a suit and a, like a potato sack. <laughs> Kind of like, uh, do you remember in The Naked Gun when <laughs> yes. Leslie Nielsen oh. is like, I perform safe sex and they're in full body, full body condoms? Yes, yes yeah. exactly. <laughs> That's what we're talking about? Yeah. I think something like that, but with like cool colors. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe know, patches. Like maybe retro 80s, bold <laughs> yeah. colors. Yeah. And to be clear, the pandemic will be long gone. This is just the thing people are like, nah, you can never be too careful. Yeah, no. That's, uh, and it looks good. It's, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yep. style first, of course. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, this is huge. If I want to get a nice breeze, I just pull it up a little bit and <laughs> get a little wind on my ankles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, kind of a breathable. I think one of the main manufacturers will be a company called Wind on My Ankles. <laughs> <laughs> the kind of easy spirit of full body condom envelopes. Yeah. yeah. Again, reminiscent of the, the, the warmth. Of, of the free spirit movement of the 60s. Yes. <laughs> with the practicality of today. Yeah. Now, are these reusable? Do you have to spray them down or take them to a dry cleaner? Or do you just peel it, toss it, put on the next one the next day? I think you have many and it's like clothing, like a coat. So yeah. so I think it's like maybe you have three if you're lucky because <laughs> you have four gig jobs. And if you, right. you know, I think unlike... 
throwing it in the wash or taking it to the laundromat. I think you have to put it in a dishwasher. Oh, sure. Yes. So that's like a Perfect huge status symbol. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. For cities. Yeah. <laughs> huge status symbol. And then people yeah. are going to be hand-washing them in the sink. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of people who are hand-washing. And then you've got those kind of like filthy people who will just be like, you know what, I'm going to wear it in a bath. And then we both get clean. <laughs> and it's like, that's not, you can't wear your clothes into a bath or a shower and let that somehow be both a way to clean your body and wash your clothes. No, that just, cleans neither. No, no. Yeah. This is a perfect answer. I can see this sweeping through the nation post-pandemic. People will feel uh, nostalgic for the, the safety of like a mask, but they'll want to add some style. This is a tremendously valuable answer. This answer is worth 175 points in honor of Levi's, I'm sure naming it the Levi's 175 and the way they name their jeans, 501 and such. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, without yeah. a doubt. Next question. Wyatt, on your comedy special, which is called Brooklyn, and I guess both of your comedy special in the premise that you guys kind of won big credit career uh, yeah. for the purposes of this team, sure. this team and, exercise. I mean, in all honesty, Eugene makes an appearance in, the, in that comedy special. Yes. Playing so. the, the portrait on the back of the stage at Union Hall, right? Yep. Yes. Yeah. That's great. Yep. You have a bit about an actual artisan mayonnaise store. So what is the next nobody asked for this, nobody needs this establishment to pop up in, in, in Brooklyn? I'm going to say it's uh, an artisanal shoelace shop. <laughs> um, yeah, just making custom shoelaces uh, for sneakers, for boots, for, you know, business shoes, mm -hmm. but just shoelaces. If you want it, if you lost like a drawstring in a hoodie or in some sweatpants, that's not where you go. <laughs> they this don't help just, you? No, this is just artisanal shoelaces. Mm -hmm. That's all they do. They have over 500 flavors of shoelace. <laughs> that said, they don't taste like anything. They just use the term flavors sure. to bring people in. Yeah, that makes total. That sounds exactly like what they would do. What's the price point on these shoelaces? How, how pricey are we talking? They're expensive. They can be more expensive than the shoes. <laughs> yeah. If you're going to get one with, like, gold leaf on the ends there, that's going to that's gonna run you some money. Swarovski crystal <laughs> uh, just in the middle of uh, the lace there. That's going to cost you. But I would say even the standard shoelace would be expensive, and not because of the materials, but because of the confidence with which it was made. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And crafted. Yeah, yeah. Are they like better than regular shoelaces? Like are they more effective? Do they I would do put they them at 10% better than regular shoelaces. <laughs> like they are they are better than regular shoelaces. Yeah. But that's we're talking hundreds of times more expensive potentially. Yes, we are yeah. we are talking. I should say, you know, I know that they they are claiming 500 flavors. They all look the same. <laughs> yeah. If you're going in thinking you're going to get, like, red shoelaces, no. They're all just variations on a white shoelace. Yeah, there's gold leaf on one of them, but you can't really see it. Uh, Swarovski crystal, it's buried so deep in there you wouldn't even know. Uh, most of them, and most of them, yeah, are just your standard run-of-the-mill 
looking shoelace. So how many, if we're talking, they say 500 flavors, how many like discernibly different shoelaces are we talking? To them? To like the, 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 the untrained eye. Oh, to the untrained eye, it just looks like a store that has like weird looking pasta hanging from the window. <laughs> this is great. I think it would be so useless. It would stay afloat for probably six to eight months and then it would be but a memory. I mean, here's the, the sad thing is it'll probably stick around longer because the owners uh, are very, the children of very, very wealthy people. Sure. They got incredibly rich in the Trump administration. (laughs) (laughs) They're not even really in business. Right, right. No, yeah. I mean, that's a perfect answer. I'm going to say that this is worth 82 points, which is how much I imagine the average pair of shoelaces costs, $82. On sale, yeah. 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 When see when the season changes and like nobody's <laughs> gonna buy fall shoelaces now. It would be gauche. Then yeah. it's cut in half to 82 bucks. <laughs> yeah. 50% off. You know what? This is worth 164 points then. Double it. Double the score. $164 is usually that's your standard going price. <laughs> I now want to open a shoelace store that sells shoelaces for $164 just to be like, oh, it worked. You need to make very few sales. (laughs) Spray them each with wolf pheromones, and maybe maybe you got something. Look at me. I'm on the cover of Forbes. (laughs) Just put middle fingers out. Be like, ha-ha, you created an app that helps people find hospitals, but me, I'm rich off shoelaces. (laughs) The caption on the cover just says, like, can you believe this fucking guy? It worked. (laughs) Yep. Next question. What is the next incredibly normal thing to happen in Brooklyn that the New York Times will write a five years too late trend piece about? I can't, I mean, it'll be like, it'll be like, uh, what what are those called? The, like, submersion tanks? Yeah, yeah, Sensory deprivation tanks. That might already exist. But I don't know if it exists so much that it's like cafes yet. No, that's perfect. I there's one there's one not too far for me. <laughs> there you go. I'm sorry if it turns out what I said is true. <laughs> no, I think you're right. I think you're like dead on with this. Yeah. Well, I think in, you know, it'll it'll turn into a thing that'll be again with this gig economy, I'm sure that there you can request on a lift ride to ride in someone's trunk. <laughs> uh, Sensory deprivation trunk. Yeah, and like a sound, like we'll give you a sound bath and we filled the <laughs> trunk with uh, some sort of like water or something. <laughs> and you can, you, can, you can ride in the trunk and, right. you know, wherever you're going, you're, you're coming back from Target and you're really stressed out, hop in the trunk. <laughs> Put your things in the back seat, but you... <laughs> Strip down, get in the trunk. <laughs> Strip down. But also, it's like, you're coming back for Target, maybe it's a 12-minute drive. Like, maybe it's like 18 <laughs> if there's some traffic. So you yeah. take off all your clothes, you put on a suit, and then you get into this trunk, and you're in stop-and-start traffic yeah. <laughs> in the ballpark of 15 minutes. And yeah. then you get out relaxed. The driver's stressed as shit, but you, yeah. you're fine. The best time to use that, I think, is like on your way back from the airport where you're stressed from air travel. It's going to be a long ride. Yeah. So you just crunch up in that trunk on the way yeah. back from JFK. Crunch, crunch in that the, trunk. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Sensory. Sensory. So I feel like we've compromised on sensory deprivation trunks. I think that's perfect. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that that will become popular. And then years after that, years the Times later. will be like, have you heard of this? 
Yeah. And then everyone in America will be like, yeah, we all do that. We even have it in Austin already. Yeah. <laughs> We've been to South by Southwest. We know about sensory deprivation trunks. <laughs> yeah. There, we have self-driving cars <laughs> that you can just get in the trunk of yeah. now. <laughs> Ford Escape Weather Channel Lounge with sensory deprivation <laughs> trunks. <laughs> This is great. A great answer. I would say this is 60 points for the the maximum amount of time they'll let you stay in the trunk of a car before they have to let you up for air. Yeah. No, admittedly, I think in the early stages, uh, there will be a few accidents. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. People who were left in there for a day or a week. (laughs) Yep. It's a problem. Yeah. But you want to make an omelet, you got to break a few eggs. Yes. And spirits. <laughs> spirits, spines. Yeah. <laughs> a perfect answer. Next question. Please describe for me the next big band or musical artist to break out of the music scene that, that like people are just galvanized by across the country. Kazoo rappers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're, yeah, rappers that rap through kazoos. Mm-hmm. It's great because it's, yeah, I mean, I think it won winds up holding up the kazoo industry, which has been... Flagging. Yeah. Yeah. Because we're running out of (laughs) four-year-olds. Yeah. Yeah. This is very good. We And I like the kazoo rappers. Is this like... What's the vibe? Is it like kind of twee or is it like like hard New York City hip-hop like with the respect of the scene and the culture? No, it's it's got a lot of respect. It's mm-hmm. it's yeah, no, it's not it's not like a for fun uh like oh, we're sort of both embracing and poking fun at something. No, this is this is serious. Lies will be yeah. lost. Would would we say <laughs> oh, as no. earnest as serious as shoegaze but with the energy <laughs> of kazoo kazoo hip hop. Yes. Yeah, I'd give it that. Yeah, serious yeah. serious as shoegaze. <laughs> I yeah, love that expression. Great. Yeah, so they're not they're not messing around. This is a great answer. This is worth 88 points. Because we're kinda we're kinda bringing it back. It's kind of old school. Kind of like yeah. taking it back to 88. Final question. What is one landmark or institution that might not be like you wouldn't like recommend a tourist go there or that even you might not like it very much, but something that you hope never disappears from Brooklyn? I was gonna say the ghost of that whale that got trapped in the Gowanus Canal. I hope. That whale never finds its way to animal heaven or wherever the hell animals go. Wait, I didn't know about this whale. I've, I have not heard of this either. What? Uh... There was a there was a whale at one point that swam into the Gowanus Canal. I don't think it died. I think they were able to turn it around and get it back out. But its spirit died there. <laughs> yeah, no, no way. Definitely. That canal. It swam into a canal that. Some students once discovered gonorrhea and yeah, yeah. I think about how that canal has gonorrhea. I don't know if I've ever heard of that in any other place. Is the canal? Did they ever start cleaning it up? Does anyone know? Mm. Like, not that you'd swim in it, but is it no? I don't know if I they think got it's a self-cleaning far. canal. <laughs> yeah, because because. The gonorrhea cleans it. Yeah, <laughs> it kills all the other bacteria. I wonder, yeah, I wonder yeah. if the whale. There's something. Wait a, a whale came, got STD, went back to the ocean. 
Yeah. God, just spread that STD throughout throughout the sea. It's like the uh, the Captain Kirk of the ocean. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Wait a minute. This happened in 2007. Oh my God. I was picturing like it was the last gasp of the Bush administration <laughs> was to give this whale gonorrhea. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Also, I should say, if a whale shows up in your neighborhood, as scary as it might be in that moment. Give it a few years because that's usually a sign a Whole Foods is coming. (laughs) (laughs) It it was then blocks away, huh? Yeah. Yeah. That whale is is the Whole Foods whale. (laughs) What's so funny is like, is it possible that I heard about this and forgot? Because to me, that feels impossible. (laughs) To be like, there was a whale blocks from your house. And that's how, like, things were fucked in a way where you were like, it ne- the news never even reached you. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, that's uh, the, the, the sad reality is, like, in another 10 years from now, we will look back at these last four years and learn that there were whole things that happened just blocks from our homes <laughs> that we just never knew about because yeah. the, every day there was another thing happening with the Trump administration mm-hmm. that was just like infuriating people. People are going to start when, as people die, they'll be like, for these four years, they're actually just going to add 10 to 20 years of age <laughs> to each person and be like, you know, some say he was 44, but actually he was 64 yeah. because he lived during the last four years as yeah. well. <laughs> oh, he missed everything. If you're a nine year old, who you, you look, can start drinking. You can start yeah. drinking. Yeah. You, you you can rent a car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because you're you're honestly you're 25. Yeah. You're 25. You're 25. Just like, you're unemployed and you got a year before you get off your parents' insurance. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, the ACA exactly. kicks you off at 10 now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Cause you're 30. Yeah. Amazing. Great answer. That's worth 64 for the age we all are now. <laughs> 64 points for that. And that was, that's been our game of BK to the future. Thank you for keeping me up on these trends. And that answer brings your total score to 650 points, which is the highest all-time score in Make My Day history. How do you feel? I feel great. I feel like I haven't had a chance to compete in a lot of games, and it's really great to win and, and win as a team. I agree. You know, we came in, we said... We would do this as a team, and and we did it. Uh, this is what teamwork is about. I'm trying to think of other platitudes uh, that people <laughs> say on ESPN. We just went out there, we gave it our all. Yeah, we left yeah. it all on the floor. Mm-hmm. Do they ever say there's an E and an A in team? And everyone's just like, yeah, that's true. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Got to give it to them. I think sometimes they say, if you rearrange the letters, team spells meat. <laughs> no. We're hungry. Yeah. For victory. We got, to, we, we got to eat together. Yeah. Yeah. And when I say that, I'm serious as shoegaze. <laughs> as always, as the champions this week, you each win as this week's Make My Day champion, a $100 donation to the charity or aid cause of your choice. Where will each of you be sending that money? I will be sending it to the Somerville uh, Homeless Coalition. Wonderful. That's a great cause. Thank you. Sure. And Wyatt? I was going to send mine to Fair Fight. Um, oh, great. 
just thinking that, you know, again, in teamwork, there's, there's some Senate runoff uh, stuff happening and people need to vote. That's wonderful. Yeah. yeah, fair fight. And that's that's Stacey Abrams' organization, right? That is, yeah. Yeah, cool. And the, the Somerville Homeless Coalition, great causes. And I'll put all the info for listeners to donate if they want on the show's social media and in the show notes. And finally this week, the pep talks. Each of us will give a pep talk to someone we think needs or deserves it this week. You can go together or separately. I'll go first, though. My pep talk is for hipsters. Okay, first of all, we've got to start with the question, do you even exist? And I know that's kind of a bleak existential place to begin a pep talk, questioning the existence of the people I'm talking to. But it's an important place to start because as smarter people than myself have pointed out, there's never really been a definition of hipster that people can agree on. The most comprehensive use case seems to mean like young person who engages in culture that I, the speaker, choose not to understand. So when I say this pep talk is for hipsters, I guess what I mean is like people who drink pour over coffee, but also people whose unexpected fashion choices are mostly guided by budget constraints, but also people who listen to the newest iteration of music that anyone 10 years older than them probably doesn't like, but also basically anyone under the age of 50 with a mustache. I think in any case, none of these things are actually a problem unless you're also displacing people and businesses from their neighborhoods. But other than that, if people are just making fun of you for drinking Pabst Blue Ribbon, you've done nothing wrong. It's the official beer of drinking in the woods, a hallowed tradition of both outdoors people and high school students. Anyway, all that is to say, eventually the things you get made fun of for will become unsurprising and even mainstream, and no one will give you crap about them. Maybe your favorite band's music will start showing up in car commercials, which is kind of a bummer, but also good for them for achieving a small measure of financial security through their art. And your favorite coffee brand will be available bottled in grocery stores, and the fashion you thrifted will be imitated by major brands and sold for hundreds of dollars, if not thousands, which is depressing, but also hilarious. And maybe by that time, you yourself will become the old guard, cranky at the kids these days. Your mustache is still present, but no longer ironic, if it ever was possible to be that at all. But if you keep your mind open, it does not have to be like that. Even if subsequent waves of culture pass you by, you can still smile upon them, offer a salute with a handful of vegan zucchini bread and a tip of your bespoke hat, which even I have to admit is objectively stupid looking. Eugene and Wyatt, the floor is yours for one or two pep talks. I was thinking about giving a pep talk to uh, musicians, but specifically scat musicians. I don't know if there's anything you want to add. You'll be okay, Steven Tyler. You'll be okay. <laughs> and, you know, I know things might be hard right now in Hawaii, but I think it's going to be all right. <laughs> Just a beautiful flow with that pep talk between the two of you. Seamless. Yeah integrated team. You can't spell team without meat, and I think you just illustrated that. I'm your host, Josh Gondelman. This has been Make My Day. Thank you once again to this week's champions, Eugene Merman and Wyatt Sinak. Where can people find you and your work? Hiding. (laughs) (laughs) No. Uh, (laughs) No. Bob's Burgers, and then performing somewhere live in two years. (laughs) Oh, and, and I guess you can stream stuff. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't know where my work's available. (laughs) Yeah. No, I think uh, you could stream stuff of mine. I have a website (laughs) where it may point to some of those things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this might be why my shows get canceled, because (laughs) I am not the best at promoting them. I'll make that website available to listeners. 
I'll make the information for Fair Fight and the Somerville Homeless Coalition available for everyone to donate if they want. Listeners, if you have your own answers to today's game of BK to the Future, you can tweet them at me at Josh Gondelman. Well, that's all the Make My Day for today. Thank you once again for listening. Make My Day is a Radio Point production produced by Houston Snyder and Naomi Steinberg, executive produced by Alex Bach, Rich Corson, and Daniel Powell. If you like the show, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. And it's a huge help to the show if you have a second to rate and review it as highly as your conscience allows. We'll be back next week. Until then, have several nice days.